This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Hello, good morning, happy Wednesday, rise and shine. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, I know you guys already know this, but for anyone who's new and doesn't know this, please, please, please post this on your stories, share it with a friend, rate it, review it. I don't know, email it to your boss. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But thank you guys for sharing it. Please share it with people. I love having so many of you tune in and listen to this podcast. It means so much to me. So thank you guys so much for doing that. Okay, I think today's episode's like really fun and really important. And it's also something that people need to hear. So I'm only going to share one life update on today's episode. I'm going to save the other ones for next week's episode and also for the group chat. If you didn't know, I started a group chat. Started a group chat for you guys, a group chat for this collective that we built. So if you're not part of it, I don't know what you're doing. The link to it will be down in the show notes, but this group chat is so sweet. This group chat is so kind. All the girls in it are such badasses. They're so fun. I've gotten so many tips from all of you guys, and it's really just a warm and welcoming place where people ask questions, we give advice, we share stories. I have a new Starbucks drink that I'm going to go try because the girls in the group chat suggested it. I also have some new gym tips that I'm going to start using because they're they're so smart. They are so smart. So if you want to join, please do. The more the merrier. The link is down in the show notes. Okay, so my one big life update for this week. Drum roll, please. We signed to a network. We signed to a network. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. It is really just really cool and really sweet to have people behind you that support you and love what you're doing. So this wouldn't have been possible without you guys. So thank you guys so much. It's so fun. It's so cool. The pod's on the up and up and it's literally all because of you guys. So I had to share that. Okay, I lied. I actually have one more thing that I need to say before we get into today's episode. But this week, I was looking at someone else's podcast, and I was reading the reviews. And first and foremost, some people some people are fucking ruthless. Some people, if that was me getting those comments, I'm not even trying to be dramatic. I would be mentally unwell. Like, some people are just straight up mean. So one, thank you guys for not being mean to me because I'm a fragile baby and I would not be able to handle it very well. But... Also, what I notice from these reviews is that it's such a great way to get feedback. And so that made me think about my own podcast and made me think about you guys. And as much as this podcast is mine, it's also your guys's. So I want to know what you guys like, what you guys don't. You don't need to put it in an Apple review for everyone to see because I don't know if I'll be okay. But you are more than welcome to send me a DM. Obviously, please be very nice. Like I said, I'm a little baby, but I want to know what you guys like. If you guys think that my intros are too long and my life updates are annoying, let me know. If you think that I'm talking about myself too much and I'm being like self-centered or whatever you think, 
let me know. I want to know what you guys like. If you think that some of the topics I talk about or some of the advice that I give is not good, it's not relatable, it's not relevant to you, let me know. I want to know your guys' feedback because these episodes are for you guys. These episodes are stuff that I want you guys to be able to relate to. They're stuff that I want you to be able to take something from and think about it and make changes in your day-to-day life and feel inspired and motivated and be the badasses that you are. So if you feel like there's anything in my episodes that isn't doing that for you, please, please, please let me know. And then on the flip side, if there's stuff that you love in the episodes, let me know that too so I know to keep doing it. I just want this to be a very group thing. I want it to be a very collaborative thing. I want you guys to know that you have input and you have your opinions matter and your voice matters and what you want out of this podcast, you guys can get it. Okay, but now let's get into this episode, baby. So if you saw the title, then you know what it's about. But I want to talk about mistakes or things I've done or I'm not even going to lie to you, are currently still doing within my fitness journey. And I thought that this was really important because being on a fitness journey is really fucking hard. It's really hard. And I think it's great that we romanticize fitness journeys and stuff on TikTok or Instagram. Don't get me wrong. I think that that's amazing. But I also think it's really important for us to acknowledge that it's really fucking hard and we make mistakes and it's not all seamless and it's not all perfect. Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Luckily for us, Shopify is here to help. Shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level. It grows with your business, no matter how far or big you grow. Thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps, anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. 
Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. So what I'm going to talk about are things that I have done or honestly are still doing that are not necessarily positive within my fitness journey. They're things that I feel like a lot of people do as well. And I want to kind of give tips on how I'm trying to overcome them and how you can try and overcome them. And one, also know that everyone does it. I mean, I work out almost every day, which is I'll get into that. It's not good. It's not a good thing. Don't listen to me on that one. But I want to make it very evident that even though people might look at me and think that I'm super fit and I work out all the time and I have this great mindset around working out and all this stuff, that's not the case. There's a lot of things that I do that I have to change. And there's a lot of things that I did, especially at the beginning when I was first starting to work out that just were not great for me. So a little bit of background, I was a competitive dancer my entire life from the age of two until I was 18 and I graduated high school. I was a hardcore competitive dancer. At one point, I danced at three different studios in the same year. Like I just, I went to so many different studios. I took so many classes. So I never worked out necessarily in a gym. I only worked out at dance because I would literally finish school at like 3.15 and I would go to dance, start dance from around four to 11. I would be dancing every day. So that was my workout. That was all I knew. That's all I did for the majority of my life. And so when I graduated high school and I went into university, I didn't know how to work out, not in a dance studio. And I had to start to incorporate workout routines into my day to day because it wasn't just set in stone for me. And because of this, I did start to gain a little bit of weight. I did notice changes in my body and that really hindered my mindset around working out. And so I made a lot of bad choices when it came to working out because I was so panicked about the way that my body looked. So going off of this, that one of the biggest things that I did that was not healthy, not good was I tried to stop eating carbs. I tried to stop eating carbs when I first started working out because I thought this is a quick way to lose weight. Everyone talks about these fad diets where you don't eat carbs and there's keto and all this stuff. One, don't even get me started on keto. Don't even, if you're doing keto, props to you, good for you, whatever. I think keto is literally the worst thing in the entire world. It is so bad for your heart. It's so bad for your organs. You can get atherosclerosis. Like it is just not... A good thing. And so I was purposely not eating any carbohydrates. And in the mornings, I would have a little bowl of oatmeal and it would be like a fourth of a cup of oatmeal, which is not enough food for a normal human being. 
And because I wasn't eating any carbs and I was still working out, I was still trying to go to school, I was trying to do all this stuff, my energy levels dipped like crazy. My school academic performance dipped like crazy. Your brain needs glucose. Your body needs glucose. It's our body's main source of energy. And you need to make sure that you are fueling your body appropriately every single day. So if you're thinking about cutting out carbs in order to lose weight or whatever, you're thinking about cutting out carbs, do not. I'm telling you right now, do not. I will be so, so angry at you because I went through that. It was absolutely horrible. And I've noticed a massive difference in my body. First and foremost, my body's gotten way more toned and lean from eating carbs. And two, I have noticed a massive difference in my energy levels and in my performance just in life, whether that's socializing, whether that's school, and I'm overall just a lot happier of a person. You're going to be a lot happier to eat that piece of bread than tell yourself you can't. Another big thing I did surrounding food, and this is something that I actually still do. I'm not going to lie. I did it a few days ago, but I will try and justify my food. So the other day I was home from school. I was super tired. I really just was craving ice cream. That's really all it was. I just like wanted ice cream. And I called my boyfriend Dean and I said, I think I should go get ice cream today. I was like really tired and it was a long day of school, but I got this done and this done and this done. So like, I think I deserve to like have a bit of ice cream and reward myself. And then tomorrow I'm going to go to Pilates and blah, blah, blah. I was literally just trying to justify it. And he stopped me mid in my tracks and he was like, you don't need to justify having ice cream. You don't need to think of it as a reward to yourself. If you want it, go get it. You don't need to justify it. You should literally be able to eat it just because you want to eat it. There should be no other reason that you need to tell yourself in order to enjoy something. And that's something that I really had to think about and be like, oh shit, one, I'm mad at you for catching this. Two, very, very true. Very true. So this is something I'm still working on, but you never have to justify your food. No matter what it is, I don't care. You never have to justify it. One, your body needs food, but two, your soul needs food. Like this can be a soul food that just makes you happy. It can make your heart happy. It can make your mind happy. It can just make you overall happy to go out, eat this ice cream. You don't need to justify that. Live for the experience and don't put so much emphasis on your food. Okay, so this next thing that I used to do is really honestly a big one, but I used to do workouts that I didn't enjoy. And the reason I did that is because I was listening to other people tell me about my own body. I had a lot of trainers and a lot of friends and a lot of family tell me what they think was best for my body and what type of workout was best for me. And one, Everybody's bodies are different. So what works for one person might not work for someone else. And two, you have to be doing forms of exercise that you actually enjoy. Otherwise, it's not going to be sustainable. Otherwise, you're going to hate your life every single day and you're not going to want to go to the gym. And why would you ever want to be in that mindset? Why would you ever want to physically hate what you are doing? 
So for me, for example, I hate spin. I hate spin. I'll take a class once every, I don't know, three years just because my best friend teaches spin or if someone teaches spin that I want to go take their class and be supportive, but I will never sign up for a spin membership ever again. And when I first started my workout journey and I was my first year of university, I did spin every single day and I actually hated it. I hated every single part of it, but I did it because people told me that it was such a good form of cardio and that you would lose a lot of weight and it would tone up your legs. And I know that that's true. I know it's a great exercise and it's a great workout, but for me personally, it was not, it was not it. And I hated every minute of it. Another thing is that I used to model. When I was younger, I used to model. And first and foremost, that really fucks you up. But I had a model trainer. I'm putting that in quotations. It was a model trainer. And basically, he told me that I wasn't allowed to put any weights on my lower body. And I wasn't able to do squats or lunges or eat a ton of protein or do any of this stuff because it would bulk up my legs. And so I've had that mentality probably for five years. I've had that mentality. I still, to some extent, have that mentality. I'm just starting to get over it. But when I started Pilates, and if you've ever been to solid core, you put a lot of weight on your legs. You do a lot of lunges with heavy weight. You do a lot of squats with heavy weight. You do Romanian deadlifts with heavy weight. You do all this stuff with heavy weight on your lower body. And I had panic attacks when I first started doing solid core because I thought that I was going to bulk up like crazy. I thought my legs were going to get massive. I thought I was going to put on all this weight. I thought I was going to have these massive, massive quads. And I also used to be a dancer, like I said, so I naturally just have muscle memory in my legs. Dancers' legs are phenomenal. The amount of muscle in these legs, and they are so elegant, is like ridiculous, but I was nervous that I was going to just naturally put on so much muscle again and I was going to bulk up like crazy. And also keep in mind the reason I thought this isn't because I've experienced it and wasn't because I was lifting weights and I was like, oh shit, my legs are getting massive. I should probably stop. It's because someone else told me that this was what was going to happen. And I've been doing solid core consistently for probably six months. I just hit my 100th class yesterday. Let me tell you, my legs have never looked better. My ass has never looked better. I don't think my legs are massive. I don't think they're super bulky. I think they're toned and slim and lean and everything that I would want in my legs. And I've been using heavy weight. And for all my girlies who were like me and are scared to lift weights, one, it's really good to put on muscle mass. It's good for your joints. It's good for your overall health. It's good for your metabolism. But two, I heard someone say this, and also Dean's been telling me this for a really long time. I just don't really listen to him. But I heard someone say that your workout doesn't make you bulky. Your nutrition does. And I had to think about this and be like, what are they talking about? And if you ask anyone who is trying to bodybuild, trying to put on muscle mass, trying to put on this weight, 
they will tell you that it's hard. It's a very hard thing. Dean has always told me that I will never accidentally become bulky. You have to eat a certain way. You have to be so strict on your nutrition. Make sure you're getting enough protein. Make sure you're eating enough. Make sure you're lifting heavy enough. Like, It is a very strategic thing for these bodybuilders and all these people to be able to put on this muscle mass. We are not, for us girlies who just eat our overnight oats in the morning, have our little smoothie, just kind of live life, we're not going to put on that muscle mass. It's just, we're not, it's not going to happen. So if you're scared to lift weights because you're scared that you're going to put on all this extra muscle mass, but you actually really love to lift weights and that's your form of exercise that gets you excited to go to the gym, keep this in mind. Keep this in mind that you're probably not going to get bulky. If that's your biggest concern, you're, it's not. It's probably not going to happen. And this is coming from a girl who had measurements that I had to meet and had standards I had to meet. And I was panicked every single day that one singular lunge was going to ruin everything I've ever worked for. And it was going to make my legs massive and I wasn't going to have the measurements I needed and I wasn't going to get hired for anything. And honestly, I think I've actually gotten smaller. I think I've gotten smaller. I think I've gotten healthier. Well, I know for a fact I've gotten healthier. But most importantly, my mindset is so much better because I'm doing workouts that I enjoy every day. I'm not killing myself with cardio. I'm not killing myself to go to workout classes that I don't actually like. And the whole reason I'm going is because people told me I should. I'm doing workouts that I love, that I enjoy. It gets me motivated to go every day. I actually get sad when I can't go. And that's what you need in a form of exercise. Going off of this, I do want to say that when I was in the gym on my own at the very beginning, I would be super intimidated. I would be super intimidated to go into the weight section or use equipment that I wasn't familiar with. And that's normal. It's normal to be scared. Even when I change gyms and I go to a new gym, I get nervous because I don't know where stuff is. I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to like roam around the gym and be confused and just look out of place. That's normal. So one, understand that everyone goes through it. There's not one person who walks into a gym and just automatically knows where everything is. If it's a brand new gym, we're all confused. Everyone's confused. Everyone's doing their own thing. But something that I started doing is that I would go into the gym with a plan. I would look up TikTok videos or Instagram videos and write down the sets, write down the workout, and I would know what equipment I needed so that when I went into the gym, I had a plan. I knew that I needed five pound dumbbells for this. I know that I need 15 for this. I know I need 20 for this. I know I'm going to use the squat rack for this. And I would go in with a plan and it would make me feel a lot better because I knew what step I had to do next. I knew where I had to go next. And I wasn't just walking around the gym, kind of confused, not knowing what workout plan I should be doing for the day. I would also be super intimidated just simply to go into the weight section. The weight section is very intimidating. One, as a girl, 
Two, just as someone who doesn't lift incredibly heavy. I mean, I'm there with my 10 pound weights doing my little bicep curls and I felt very out of place. And that's a lot of people's concerns when they go to the gym. It's gym intimidation. It's a very common thing. But I'm going to be honest with you, if you go into the weight section and there's a ton of meatheads in there working out, chances are they're actually really sweet. Chances are they're really nice. They're not judging you at all. And a lot of people, when you go to the gym, you're looking at yourself. I mean, maybe I'm conceited and maybe it's just me. But when I'm looking in that mirror, I'm looking at myself being like, damn, damn, she looks good. So a lot of people are not actually looking at you. A lot of people are not even giving you the time of day. People are going to the gym to get their workout in and that's it. And if there are people there and they're judging you, fuck that. I mean, you should never judge anyone, anyone who is going to the gym and trying to better themselves. Like absolutely not. So that person, you just need to like tune them out. But what I would do is whenever I felt uncomfy, I would put a hoodie on, I'd put the hood on, and then I would put my headphones in and I would just grind it out. I would grind it out. I wouldn't be able to see anyone because my hood would (laughs) cover the sides. And so I would just look straight ahead at myself and I would grind out my workout and You don't ever want to let other people stop you from doing what's best for you. And if you never overcome that fear, then you're never going to grow. And you can even choose a spot in the corner or you can even take the weights and face the wall so that you're not looking in the mirror and looking at other people and just get your workout in and fucking kill it because you guys can do it. You're badasses. You deserve to be in that weight section as much as anyone else. Even if you're using two pound weights, you deserve to be in there. So try to remember this. It's a lot easier said than done, but if you're scared to go to the gym and you're scared to go into this weight section, just know that you can do it and you just need to take that first step. And every time that you go in there and you it starts becoming a habit, you'll get more and more comfortable. The first step's always the hardest, but once you take that leap, it'll become so much easier to constantly be going. Okay, so like I said at the beginning of this episode, but I am a psycho when it comes to working out, and I love to work out every day, or at least most days, and that's super unhealthy. That's super unhealthy. I'm learning how unhealthy it actually is and the importance and critical nature of taking rest days. And this is something that Dean yells at me for probably every day, every single day, because I am breaking down my body. I am breaking down my body all the time by not taking rest days. And This is something that a lot of people do and you think that I want to be fit, I want to be healthy, I want to lose weight, whatever it is. So you kill yourself in the gym every single day. And let me tell you that it actually has the adverse effect. It's actually worse for your body. It causes inflammation, you can get injuries, your body's not having enough time to rebuild that muscle tissue and those muscle fibers that were broken down. And it's actually really bad for you. So what I've started to do is I will incorporate rest days into my week and I just have to suck it up and I have to do it. And it's really hard. 
because I'm a person that I feel guilty if I don't go to the gym, but change happens on those rest days. Those rest days are when the change happens to your body. And that's something I've heard my entire life and I never fully believed it. And once I started incorporating more rest days, I notice how much stronger I am. I notice how much better I feel. I notice that I have a lot more definition in my body. And these rest days are so, so important. Of course, you can still move on your rest days. I'm not saying you necessarily have to be a slug and like stay on your couch all day. But if you want to, all the more power to you. I don't know why you wouldn't. But if you do want to move, of course, go for a walk, get some movement in, do something. But don't go to the gym and do a hardcore 50 minute hit workout and then go take a Pilates class and then we're going to go to spin after and then we're going to go for a walk. You don't you don't need to do all of that. You don't. And you need a day, you need at least probably two days in the week for you to really just regroup, let your body heal and feel a lot better. Because I've noticed that after I work out lately, I've been getting super, super bloated. And I'm not really sure why, but I think it's due to inflammation. I think my muscles are really just being pushed to the limits lately and they're inflamed. They're inflamed. They're like, what the fuck just happened? We don't know what's going on. And so I need to start taking those rest days super, super seriously in order to give my body time to regroup, time to rebuild, and time to heal. One of the biggest things that I did when I first started my fitness journey that was super unhealthy and was definitely something that I should not have done was I would compare my body to my old self. And so I would take what my body, where whatever phase of life I was in, and I would compare it to my body at its smallest. And I would compare my body to when I was in high school and when I was 16 years old. And I might be like 23 at this time. And I'm comparing myself to my 16-year-old self, which let me tell you, one, your body's going to change. Your body is going to change. As you get older, your body is going to change. It's going to grow. It's going to mature. And that's just the way of life. That's just what is going to happen. And it won't be the same as it was when you were in high school. And in 10 years from now, it's not going to be the same as it is now. I'm not saying that you can't be fit. I'm not saying that you can't be healthy in all these stages, but I am saying that you're going to grow. You're going to be a different person. My boobs have gotten not that much bigger, but a little bit bigger. I have put on a little bit of healthy weight. I have filled out more. I definitely do not have the same body that I did when I was 16, which was 10 years ago. And so it's very harmful to compare myself to that person and one, either try to obtain that goal again, which my body's gone through puberty, my body's gone through a lot that it probably will never get down to that size ever again, or two, feel shitty about myself because my body's not the same as it was. And that's something I had to really 
think through and something I had to really learn. And as a physiology major and as a person going into medicine, I understand physiology. I understand that bodies change. And yet it was still so hard for me to not compare myself to who I was a long time ago and the way that I looked. And so I can only imagine how much harder it is for people who don't have the science knowledge of how the body changes. And so just know that it's normal to compare yourself to an older version or I guess a younger version. It's normal, but you need to start viewing yourself in the now. You need to start viewing yourself in the now. Be like, okay, this is where we are. This is what we're doing. If I want to be healthier, I'm going to be healthier. If I want to make a few changes, I'm going to make a few changes because that's not bad. It's not bad to try and be healthy. It's not bad to try and tweak your diet a little bit and add in a few more veggies at lunch or add in a few more veggies at dinner. That's a thousand percent okay. But what's not okay is trying to have unrealistic goals for yourself and trying to attain something that you probably will never be able to just because of physiology. What's even more not okay is trying to punish yourself and go on fad diets and cut out carbs and do all these things that are super unhealthy, work out constantly nine hours a day every day to look like someone that you were when you were 16 or someone that you were when you were in high school. That's not okay. And I know, I know it's like so cheesy and so stupid, but like you really do need to love yourself for who you are now and love yourself for the experiences that you have gone through and the changes that have happened. And you really just need to acknowledge where you are now and be okay with that. Be okay with that. Love yourself for who you are now and try to not compare yourself to who you were in the past. Okay, going off of this, another massive thing that I would do when I first started my fitness journey is I would give myself a very strict deadline, a very strict deadline. I would say, okay, by Christmas, I need to lose 30 pounds because otherwise I'm not going to enjoy Christmas. I'm going to feel gross. I'm going to hate myself. I have to lose 30 pounds by Christmas. That's the only way that I'll enjoy it. That's the only way I'll be able to eat food, which caused me to take very extreme measures to try to lose my weight by a certain deadline or to try and have my body look a certain way by a certain deadline. And then let me tell you, even if I did end up losing weight and it was Christmas, I still wasn't happy at Christmas. I still didn't feel good. I still didn't enjoy my body. I still had things that I was nitpicking and not feeling great about. And I have learned that you can't set a strict deadline. You can't say, if I lose 20 pounds by this vacation, I'll feel better and I'll have a great vacation. No, you need to do internal work and you need to figure this shit out because it's not really actually about your body. It's not. If you feel like you have to lose a certain amount of weight to be happy by a certain point, then you need to look internally 
and you need to go and talk to someone and go to therapy. That's literally what I did in order to figure out what it is that you're actually unhappy about in order to figure out how you can build your confidence and appreciate who you are in the moment. Because let me tell you, as a girl who would do a ton of fad diets, as a girl who was told by modeling agencies, I had to lose a certain amount of weight. I had to fit into a certain size. I had to do certain things. Once I did obtain that, I still was miserable. I still felt like shit all the time. So having this strict deadline did not help me. It didn't help me. It didn't make me feel better. And I had to talk with a lot of professionals (laughs) in order to try and figure out how I can be confident with who I am right now. Because if you're not happy with who you are, you're not going to be happy with who you are when you lose weight. Losing weight and changing your body is not the source of happiness. And that's just what it is. I'm going to be a thousand percent honest. You have to be happy with who you are right now because losing that weight isn't going to fix everything. A huge thing that I would do was I would constantly body check, constantly. And I'm saying every single time I passed a mirror, I would turn to the side, I would suck my stomach in, I would be at the gym, I would body check everything, I would literally hyper fixate on every single part of my body. And that's super toxic. It's so toxic. It's not good because if I would feel a little bit bloated, I would look at my body and be like, holy shit, you're fat. Or I would wake up in the morning and I would feel super lean and super fit. And then after I would eat breakfast, I wouldn't feel that way anymore. And I would look in the mirror and I would think that I gained 90 pounds. And I had to learn to (laughs) avoid myself in mirrors. I had to learn to not body check every single minute. And I still do body check. I still do. I just don't do it every single time I look in a mirror, every single time I'm in a mirror. And if I do look at my body and I don't think it looks great, I tell myself, that's okay. I'm happy. I'm happy and healthy. Also, your body fluctuates throughout the day. So looking at your body at 9 p.m. versus 6 in the morning, very different. It'll be very different. I also had to tell myself all the time that I have a very distorted view of my own body, which is really sad and it's something I'm working on right now, but I don't view my body how other people view it. Does that make sense? Like I have really bad body dysmorphia and I just don't view my body in a good light a lot of the time. So I just purposely will not look in a mirror and not nitpick every single part of my body because I know I'm probably not viewing it the right way anyways. And it's super, super toxic to constantly be picking apart your body. I also heard something once that was like, you're never going to hate your body into something you love. And that stuck with me. You're never going to hate your body so much that it now becomes something that you love. Like you're never going to punish your body and hate your body and make a positive change and then start to love it. You have to love your body and you have to love your body from the beginning in order to have it change. And going off of this, one of the other massive things that I didn't do when I 
was first starting to work out and I was first starting to eat healthy was I wasn't enjoying the journey. I wasn't enjoying my day-to-day. I wasn't enjoying the process. And instead, I was so hyper-fixated on the end result. I was so hyper-fixated on, I want to have a massive ass. I want to have a slim body. I want to lose weight. I want to feel better in the future. And I wasn't going through every day loving what I was doing. I wasn't enjoying the process. And you have to learn to enjoy the process because if you don't, like I said, it's never going to be sustainable. It's never going to be a source of happiness. You're never going to feel good. And then once you get to that end goal, dude, you're not going to feel any better. You're literally not going to feel better at all. And you have to learn to actually enjoy your day-to-day. So the way that I do that is I have foods that I love eating. My oatmeal in the morning, my morning routine with my coffee or my matcha. I've been really into matcha lately, just a side note. But that morning routine is my absolute favorite thing out of my entire day. I'm obsessed with it. I love waking up early in the morning, going to the gym first thing, going to Pilates, coming home, taking a shower, making my breakfast, drinking my coffee, and watching a TV show. That's my shit. That's my absolute favorite thing to do. And then I have the rest of my day, and I have things planned, and I go through the motions of it, and I actually enjoy everything that I do. I enjoy the feeling of finishing a workout and being like, holy shit, that was so good. I feel great. I love the feeling of eating my bowl of oats in the morning that are nice and warm and comforting. I love my nighttime routine where I watch a show or read a book after dinner and I go to bed. Like I just have built things into my day to day that I really enjoy. And these are healthy habits that I have. So in the long run, I'm helping my health. I'm changing my body. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling nourished. But every single day, I'm excited to do it. Every single day, I love what I'm doing. And that's the mentality that you need to have. And I'm not going to lie. It took me a really long time to get to that point. When I first started working out and I ate barely any food and I forced myself to work out multiple times a day and I was doing school that I wasn't really loving and I wasn't really happy with a lot of things in my life. So naturally, I just hated everything. I hated every single thing that I was doing and I hated every single workout. I hated every single meal. I just hated all of it. And I just kept thinking, yeah, but when I lose 20 pounds, I'll be happy. And when I did lose that weight, I still wasn't happy. And so now I'm not focused on losing weight. I don't give two shits, but I have built healthy habits into my day to day, which in turn have just naturally caused me to tone up. They have naturally caused my ass to get bigger. They've naturally caused for me to feel better, but They're just habits that I have built and habits that I've grown to love and things that I look forward to every single day. And then naturally, they just have this effect and they just have caused me to be happier. They've caused changes in my body. They've caused just a very different mindset and a very different perspective every day. But that ends today's episode. So these are just things that I have done or are um, currently doing, which I need to change. But 
things that I've made mistakes in my fitness journey, things that were not healthy, things that were toxic to me, things that have negatively affected me. And I wanted to share them so that you guys can hopefully, hopefully avoid doing them. But at the same time, if you do do them, just know it's normal. Know it's normal and you will find ways to get yourself out of it. And I believe in all of you because if I can do it, literally anyone can do it. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Please don't forget to rate it, review it, share it with a friend, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.